Hi everybody, this is Lori Handlers and you're listening to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. And I am so glad to have you here on the sh- have you here this evening with me. Um, you know, I don't know if you've ever thought about this. Perhaps you have from your childhood. It depends on if you remember this show or not. But um, we uh, there's an interesting subject called Love American Style. And um, I remember that being a comedy show. I think it was on sometime in the 70s. You know, so I'm aging myself, but I don't, I don't care. You all know about how many years I've been on this planet. Um, anyway, I remember being a show of little vignettes of c- comedic uh, versions of how people in America love each other. And mostly there were uh, little tricks the couples were playing on each other, or there were miscommunications. Sometimes there were little vignettes about double entendre, like, the man meant one thing and the woman meant another thing. And really, it was all for our laughing enjoyment. It was all for a comedy response. And, um, you know, so I don't know if you wonder about it. I think a lot is going on here as the, in the United States. I know it's going on pretty much all over the, the Western world, you know, the, the uh, more modern world, where marriages aren't exactly working our rate in the, in the United States is a 50% divorce rate. And then on second marriages, it's an 80% divorce rate. And I know that um, lots of people are experimenting with other kinds of relationships. I've certainly had people like that on shows that I've done in the past. People who have experimented with different kinds of couplings or triplings or quadruplings or what have you. So the question really is, in terms of this show, the theme of, Tonight's Tantra Cafe, what is love American style? And, you know, I have no idea if you know, and I have no really idea if I know, but my guest seems to know a little something about love American style. So I'm going to bring him on to the show. I'm just going to let you know his name and who he is. Um, My guest this evening is Eugene Allegria, and Eugene has something called the American School of Tantra. And I met him recently here in Phoenix, Arizona, where I'm now residing. I met him at a Tantra meetup group. And he gave me his card and said, Hi, I'm a sex educator. You can call me sometime. You know, right after I'd introduced myself as a Tantra teacher. So sure enough, I I called him. He calls himself Gino, by the way. I called him, and uh, we've spent some time getting to know each other. And he has a very interesting look, a very interesting slant on what people are calling sex education these days, what people are calling Tantra. So I'm going to bring him on, and we'll, you know, we'll explore with Gino what the American school of Tantra really is, what love American style is. So are you there, Eugene? Yes, I'm here. Thank you, Laurie. That's great. Uh, well, first of all, I have to say that sex in America is a very serious subject. I mean, I've led, I've taught classes, I've done workshops and everything, and everybody gets, like, very, very serious about this to the core subject. And one thing I've noticed is that the American public needs in order to learn about human sexuality is comic relief. Wait a second. You're, you're saying that people... Are, are learning about sex to have a little comic relief in their lives? 
It's absolutely necessary. I mean, uh, people just become so serious that they actually close the life force energy that flows with them. And uh, having comic relief, you know, the laughter actually is a very healing power. And that's why I think uh, Love American Style was so successful in the 70s or whenever was because people need to laugh at themselves and about their sexual relations and about love. I, I like that, where you're going. I like where you're going with this. So let's continue along. Um, people need to laugh with themselves so they don't shut down their vital sexual energy, their vital life force. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. Years of therapy will provide uh, more seriousness, and sometimes I feel that it never really gets resolved. But it's through those paradigm shifts that are brought through with laughter and humor, uh, allow people not to take themselves so seriously, not to take their partner so seriously, and just go with the flow, which is this life, laughter and life. So uh, one of the things is when I teach class, I mean, I start and everybody's very serious, very scared and everything. And just by introducing a little bit of comic relief or a little bit of laughter, all of a sudden there's a complete change of energy in the room. People kind of like can be themselves. They can let the guard down. They can embrace our authentic selves, that playful nature that we all have, and just not take the subject so seriously. So I believe that laughter and humor are essential when discussing topics like sex and love, American style. All right, this is good. So let's roll it back a little bit. So in, you've mentioned now that you do teaching and you've, that you have people in classes and you break the ice with them by getting them to laugh. But let's uh, find out a little bit more about you before we find out about exactly what you teach uh, there's certainly, I have no argument with your philosophy. I don't think any of, uh, any of the people that I know, any of the listeners to the show, I don't think anybody would disagree that people need to lighten up. So let's find out a little bit about what got you into this. I mean, I know a little something about you. We, I, you know, I met you recently and I've spent some time talking with you and I know that, um, you know, that you have a diverse background of studying and you have everything in your background from the U.S. Marine Corps to taking many, many classes uh, in Tantra and in uh, Chinese, the Chinese philosophy and in Kadoshka. So you have a, you have a tremendous wealth of information. I'm sure you got a lot from the Marine Corps as well. What got you interested in Tantra, if you wouldn't mind sharing that with us? Okay, well, I would have to go back to the root of the, the, the issue. My passion, my lust for life actually began during puberty. It was like, you know, I was a teenager and I had no idea about sex, but it was like, it was such a fascinating and I was very curious about this, this phenomenon called sexuality. And I would read books that were, you know, adult, you know, orientated for like, uh, you know, and, and it was way beyond my, my comprehension. The sex education class, uh, you know, sex ed that I received in high school was just like, uh, just so you know. It was like, uh, you know, there, there was this yearning, there, there was this, this part of me that wanted to learn about 
sexuality. I mean, I, I remember I was in my teens and I stumbled across the Karma Sutra. You know, uh, in your teens, the Karma Sutra. Yeah, and I, I I didn't have any idea about what it was about, but I was totally fascinated that you know that somebody I writ wrote about this, this this subject, and really the education which I received and all Americans received is with their peers, and so being a young adult, I had the sexual education of a teenager, and that created problems. Nobody ever, I never took a class in relationship. Uh, I only had my parents. I only had uh, my image makers. I only had what I saw on TV as role models in uh, learning about human sexuality or learning about love or learning about relationships. And you know what? I was very naive. So, but I had this internal passion that there has to be more. And I think it was that passion, that curiosity, that helped me throughout the years to be fascinated, to be interested and motivated to learn more and more about human sexuality. And the more I learn, it seems like the less I know. Well, let's just, you know, that's such an important point that you raise. The more you learn, the less you know. That's really kind of one of the states of being in Tantra, isn't it? The state of being in the unknown, like letting go of knowledge and being present to to what's right here, right this moment, right here now, and now, and now, and now. Wouldn't you say? Uh, I've had to empty my cup many times, only to be filled again, only to empty, and only to fill. Uh, wonderful. It's a continuous, uh, lifelong learning process for me. So um, for everybody else, too. Well, you know, I mean, the sex education that you described is still the same. Just say no. I mean, that's that's they they actually since we're discussing love American style, you know, we might add that um, the in the, the United States has the highest uh, pregnancy rate of all the um, modern nations, the highest pregnancy rate, and um, so just say no doesn't seem to work. Well, I believe that uh, uh, sexuality in America is, uh, is is unsupervised. I mean, uh, you have uh, people who are are young that have no adult supervision. I mean, they're not getting the instructions that they need from their their elders, their parents, their you know people that are educated know about these things. It's kind of like let's look the other way and let them figure it out like we figured it out for ourselves. And so the the so the cycle continues. There's really no education for for teenagers or even young adults or even adults when it comes to to human sexuality. I see right now that there's an expansion and, and more information is being put out there, and more and more people are moving away from dumb sex to intelligent sex. They're moving away from the the raw experience of human sexuality and being conscious and having an integrity when they engage with each other. You know, people want more today in, in intimacy and connections, and they're realizing that, uh, you know, the, 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 the release sex or the recreational sex of the 60s and 70s and, and what or not is no longer satisfying, that people are, are 
desiring more. And that's yeah. where Tantra comes in. Yeah, that's where Tantra comes in. Well, I do want to say, I mean, just I'm going to give a little plug for myself here since it's my show. I am okay. actually, I'm actually introducing a Tantra for Teens course right here in Phoenix, Arizona that's coming up uh, in a couple of weeks. And um, I have eight teens and their parents. Of course, their parents aren't going to be in the course. The parents are bringing the teens to my workshop space. And the teens are all excited. They're ages 12 to 17. And I'm going to teach them some a few basics of human sexuality, just the bare basics, because that's not really where it's at. I'm then going to teach them some... Uh, sexual energy containment, uh, uh-huh. how to, you know, how to, how to, um, how to, what's that word Mantab Chia uses? Um, cultivate. I'm going to teach them how to cultivate their sexual energy, build a charge, and then use their energy towards fueling their intentions. And my, really, my goal for the day is, it's just going to be a four-hour class, but my goal for the day is to, um, to get them to feel comfortable in their bodies as a sacred temple and also uh-huh. to get them feel comfortable if they say no and don't give in to peer pressure. I, well, that would be what I would want. But if they say yes, when they come to a time to say yes, they'll be so comfortable about running their sexual energy, being present, and knowing precisely what to do in the moment of the unknown. Right. So, yeah, I just, and that just came out that, you know, you, you know, actually, that I created that just over the past few weeks and got lucky in, in terms of um, pitching it to the right audience. So maybe something's going to change as a result of just this pilot course. I hope so for all the generations to come. And I know you do too. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so I, I would love to say that, uh, the energy or the emotions emotional the the physical and the mental body is 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 you know it it's fast it's very powerful and how do we have the maturity to understand what's going on and how do we we harness that energy not try to control it not try to suppress it but allow it for expansion of our whole being you know in our life you know, how do All we right, do so that? how do we, you know, do you want to, you, you know, what did you learn about being able to do that? You went on this quest to learn about Tantra and to learn about your own sexuality, and how did you learn to harness your, your energy? I mean, I, I think everyone wants to know that, but I, I don't know if they know to even ask that question, how do I harness my sexual energy? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, my, 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 Actual experience in Tantra began in my early 20s. Okay. And it was, it was through, uh, through the courtesy of the U.S. military, I was sent through, uh, overseas and I started to, uh, experience human sexuality that was not American. And I was, I was touched, uh, in ways that expanded my heart, uh, that you know, to have a connection, to have, to, to feel that energy, to feel that, that loving, healing energy. And for me, it was mind-blowing. It was, uh, expansive. It was like, wow, this is, this is what it should be like. And, uh, when I got back from abroad, I continued my study to find, you know, 
what was going on? What what does Tantra mean? And I remember in the early 80s, uh, the only book that was out there was uh, Mangta Chia, you know, uh, Sexual Cult- Cultivation for Men. Uh, then later on came Charles Muir with uh, Conscious Loving and then Margot Anon. You know, and people started to come forward and to explain ancient esoteric terms in American uh, English language. And I, I was hungry and I looked for that. So, so okay, so the, I still have the same question for you, though. So you read these books, uh, yes. and they're great books. They're great books, by the way. So and everybody should have those books in their library. Montauk Chia's book, Charles Muir's book, Margot Annan's book. So how did you learn, what did, you know, what specifically did you do to harness your sexual energy? Did you use a certain breath technique? Did you, you know, what did you do? Did you, did you, uh, control ejaculation? Like what, what did you do? Okay, I would have to say that it was kind of the opposite. Uh, because of my imprinting, because of my worldview model, because of everything that I had experienced, I actually shut down my sexuality. Really? So, in other words, uh, yeah, I put a stop to it. I mean, you know, it's like I repressed it. Uh, I, I couldn't flow the energy. So uh, what happened was that uh, my sexuality was actually a release. You know, so it wasn't it wasn't that it was out of control. It was actually stifled. It was choked. And Tantra has given me the ability to allow it to run free, run, let the energy free without expressing it in an appropriate way. Before, because of my repression and everything else, uh, it, it was it became troublesome. I see you what know, you're because, saying. So, so you so, shut down for a while. Okay. So it was kind of the opposite. It's because of of uh, because of my environment that I actually repressed my sexuality, and that force would manifest in a negative way in other uh, other forms. You know, it was like, how do I distract myself from being? How do I distract myself? You know, what's the what's the latest thrill? You know, what's the latest thing I could buy. What's the latest high I can get, you know, by uh, American consumerism, by, you know, how do I, I, how do I, I channel my repressed sexual energy in other ways, you know, like whether it be uh, uh, caffeine or whether it be nicotine or whether it be just, just consumer spending, how can I do this? What would be the next thrill? because I'm repressing my own sexuality, so what I need to do is make up for it another way. The, the sexual energy was, was there, but it was so guarded, so repressed, that it got to the point where it just stopped flowing. My okay. idea of... of uh, it has gotten to the point that my idea of Love American style was ten, 10 minutes of sex from beginning to end, with a ejaculate, ejaculating or a a release at the end, with no little or no aftergirl, and then it got to the point where the more quantity, the less return on investment. Right. So sh- shutting right. it down, shutting down was 
relatively easy. <laughs> living in a toxic environment, living in corporate world, you know, it's relatively easy to shut down our sexuality. Opening it up and letting the energy flow. Now that's a different start. All right, so so let me let me just stop for a second. So I, I just got to totally understand this. What, you, so you're saying that you're, you literally shut yourself down because you were getting little to no satisfaction from any from your sexuality from your you. So you shut yourself down, and now you've learned. It sounds like you've learned a totally other way of being. That's absolutely correct, and that's why I go back to teenage education because I received the same education. Just say no. Abstinence is the key. So right away I start shutting it down, you know, and then, you know, going out to society. It's like just say no. Just, you know, do not open up your heart. Be guarded, you know. You know, so, you know, just years and years of repressing my own sexuality got to the point where I had cut off cut off the, the energy completely. I know it was in there, and that was a frustration, but the thing was I wasn't able to express it. I wasn't even able to feel it. I just totally shut down to the point that I'm going like, something is wrong here. And it okay. wasn't until I had a paradigm shift where I said, hey, wait a minute. I wasn't born this way, but how come I feel like I'm dying inside? How come I feel my spirit is dying? How come I feel like no matter what I have in excess, it's not enough? I feel this empty hole inside. What is it? And that's when I did really engage in the path of self-discovery to see if there was something out there that could awaken my spirit within and return me to how I was when I was a teenager, full of life, full of uh, vitality, full of adventure, full of excitement. How can I live that every day in my life? You know, and that's when I start to really embrace Tantra. Now, how did you find Tantra? I mean, okay, you found the Kama Sutra, you found these books, but how did you find your first class in Tantra? What did you, what, you know, where was it? How did you find it? Okay, well, um, I kind of came through the back door in the sense of uh, I was interested in human sexuality, so right. I got involved with the BDSM community. And okay. basically, I, I um, <clears throat> as far as I knew, it was the only game in town where uh, people were interested in developing their own uh, sexuality. And the BDS uh, community is also known as whips and chains, you know, dungeons, you know, the dark side of sexuality. Why as I knew, that was the only game in town, and I started to look at that because I needed, and I felt, like always, is that I need to educate myself about human sexuality. So I kind of went in with an open mind, and I approached it as just being a lawyer and just watching what people do with their sexuality. Now, I would have to say it was a little bit dark, but at least it was taking a look at something. Then I found out about Native American sexuality, and that was the Kadoshka. And that just kind of opened up my eyes to realize, you know, there's a lot more out there. And I had always had an interest in Tantra, and then I started looking at uh, learning from a Tantra teacher, uh, going to Tantra workshops, and practicing Tantra every day in my life. 
Let me just stop you for a second. When you say practicing Tantra every day in my life, does that mean that you're having Tantric sex every day in your life? Or does that mean something broader? The the, the confusion about Tantra is that it it has been put in a little box called sex. My my definition of... of, uh, Contra is the gateway into the holographic universe. It's 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 beyond our physical realm, beyond our mental realm, and getting involved in in an energetic that's all around us. Uh, it's been explained through quantum physics. It's, it's uh, the sages of old, whether they be Taoist or Hindu, have been talking about the unified field. Uh, you know, modern science is recognizing that there is a unified field. Uh, energy is everything, and everything is energy. And to actually experience that firsthand in my body and my total, total being, I believe, is Tantra, where it's no longer about sex. It's about expansion. It's expansion of, of our being. It's expansion of our minds. It's expansion of our bodies. It's expansion of who we are. So I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I, you know, one of the things I, I like to say on this show is that, um, you know, people, uh, they have these funny notions. What, you're right, that Tantra is reduced to this little box of sex. And, and sex is the portal. You know, a lot of people, I don't care how people get here, you know, to this, to what you're talking about, this huge expansion, this connection with everything that is. Um, if they get here through exploring sex, which you did and which I did, then that's how they get here. And then when they go through the door, the whole world shifts. The whole way of seeing the world, the whole way of being in the world shifts. So how, how, you know, how has it shifted you? Okay, uh, I, I can, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, prayer, meditation, all those spiritual disciplines, you know, repeating mantras, you know, it's all esoteric and it's fine and well. But, you know, there there was this one experience that I had where I was listening through this uh, creative visualization, relaxation tape, and they said, imagine yourself going to a safe place that you're filled with joy. So what happened was that I recall the memory when I was like, you know, seven or eight years old, and it was like in the fall, and and I was on this basketball court, a little kid, and I was there with a the basketball, and, and the wind came in blue, and, you know, the fragrances in the air and everything, I, I was like, I was sent. I, I felt like complete bliss and peace in that moment, being a child, and experiencing the change of the season, experiencing my hands around the basketball, being there on the court and feeling safe and secure, and I just it just felt great to be alive. I mean, it flowed with every cell within my being. I felt so good, and yet I was just standing there with this basketball in my hand, and I felt so pure, so innocent, so wonderful to be alive. Okay, Tantra is that. You know, I'm no longer, you know... I'm no longer in my single digits, but it's like the thing. It's like looking at the sunset and being one with the with the rays, and just being one with the the air around us, being one with the feeling the dirt beneath our feet, and just being 
totally elated with the experience of every moment is a new experience. I mean, just our hearts are wide open, our minds are no longer talking to us, but receiving the beauty that's all around us. And that is why I call Tantra. It's when we experience those blissful moments that come all the time if we're open to it and just living life in the moment in that total freedom, you know, without the pretense and going to mind, without the resistance that we feel in our body, you know, without the aches and pains, all that stuff. And, and spiritual, not following any dogma, not believing in anything because somebody told me, but just being there in the moment and experiencing and witnessing the life that is around us. That is Tantra. You know, it's not about religious dogma. It's not about listening or following anything that I'm saying. It's, it's an experience that is unique and highly individualized to every human being on this planet. And when everybody can get there, and everybody does, everybody has those aha moments. Everybody has those, 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 those times. It's nothing unnatural. It's nothing rare. It happens to us. But if we can celebrate these moments and enjoy them more, then pretty soon they start to string on each other. And living Tantra is feeling that every day. It's not about sex. If you would right. say sex, right. uh, sex is communion, it's about, hell yeah, it's about sex. It's about communion with the everything. It's about communion with our bodies, ourselves, with everything that's around us, and then feeling that lust, that passion, that that bliss, that silence, that whatever. Just feel well, you it know, all. You sound, you, you, I mean, you sound very, you sound highly excited. You sound yeah. very, um, <laughs> you sound so positive and so, um, you know, uh, so alive. I mean, you, your energy is catching. And... Um, you know, I I feel that I can feel you. We're not in the same room. We're over two different lines, you know, making the show. And yet, your energy is reaching right out and grabbing me where I sit. Uh, and I, you know, and I think that's what you're describing as tantra. I think that's really that's what you're describing. It's it's very catching. It's very um, it's exu it's exuberant. Your your energy. You're exuberant. It's really it's beautiful. Really, really beautiful. I've, I've met teachers who have the sparkles in their eyes. They have a glow, a glow that's around them. I mean, physically you can see it, but it's more about feeling it. And I've now, been inspired. I've been inspired by, by all those teachers that have come in my life and let me know that it's 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 all available to anybody. The glow is there. Now, let's since you're mentioning teaching. Let's um, talk. Let's go to that a little bit. You know, thank you for acknowledging your teachers. It's it's you know all of them and being inspired by them. Uh, it's that's a phenomenal testament to them and to the subject matter. Now let's talk a little bit about what you teach because I know for I know for a fact that you you said that you teach uh, tantra practici- practitioners, people who are teaching tantra. So tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that. But I know you've taught in other in You've taught in some pretty wild, um, to some pretty different groups, Tantra to some pretty different groups. So tell us a little bit about your teaching, you know. 
So, uh, somebody asked me how my sex life was, and my, my standard response, which is very sincere, is that it can always get better. Um, before I started really living the tantric lifestyle and really embracing the, the teachings, um, I, I thought it was it. I thought that, you know, uh, you know, statistically men start to decline after they're 25 years old and, you know, it's just downhill all the way. And then uh, after discovering Tantra, I found out that the sex gets better. Life gets better. Everything uh-huh. gets better. That's really good. That's a great point. That's a, you're like, as we're aging, sex is getting better. Oh, it's, uh, absolutely, absolutely. I, and, and for me, that's like a big positive. That's a big plus, you know. Either we shut down or we speed up, you know. So it's like, and, you know, and that's, that's with energy. So uh, when, when I teach uh, Tantra, um, the, the first thing in, that has to be really addressed is, is uh, our fears. Um, because it's all about letting go of baggage. Uh, it's about reclaiming our, our, you know, reclaiming ourselves. Uh, I mean, just saying yes to sex, uh, that's a big one. Um, one, of, one, of, one of the things I said, you know, if anybody really wants to learn Tantra, number one, they have to say yes to sex. You know, they have to be okay with their sexuality. They just have to say yes. Even though they may not, like, fully be there, at least they said, you know what, I'm going to make a difference. The second thing is that they have to let go of excuses because once they say yes to sex, then all of a sudden they have all these excuses why not to have sex or why not to engage or why not to honor themselves or why not to to do the work that it takes for their own self-improvement. I mean, automatically, they say, yes, I'm in, and then the second thing is, are you ready? And they're going, no, I'm not ready yet. So that's what's the, the second point. Then once they, they, they let go of the excuses, which is an ongoing process, then I believe in order to learn Tantra, you need a partner. And the reason being is because we become like two batteries of energy, and we need that reflection. It's like trying to learn how to ballroom dance without a partner. It's trying to play a team sport without a partner. It just doesn't work. Uh, you know, uh, See, I, I, I believe... I, I have to just say I don't agree with you there, but that's okay. We can have a friendly disagreement about it. Oh, yeah, you know, the... Yeah, I, know, think that it, people, I think people can prepare them, their body and their tempo when they don't have a partner. I think they can move their energy and circulate their energy and learn the techniques and learn the breaths and actually get clear out the garbage, which would prevent them from creating a partner in their life. And in order to do that, I think they need to do Tantra. So that I, that I would just disagree with you on that small matter, but uh, please go ahead. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you the bottom line of Tantra. I yeah. agree and disagree with you. Because okay. uh, Tantra is a paradox. What is good for one is not good for the other. What is, right. you know, and, and, and it all complements each other. Because Tantra is such a wide experience, good and bad always complement each other. They're not contradictions. They actually complement each other. Right. That's going deep into the Tantric philosophy that you cannot enjoy the night without honoring the day. I mean, you know, it's just, there, it's just the yin yang of, of everything. Right, right, right. 
and then and then the 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 fourth point I say is that there has to be a commitment. There has to be a commitment. Once once a person finds a tantric partner, and see, this is also a big uh, block that people say, I'm not going to learn tantra unless I have a partner. And then I agree with you, no partner is necessary. They also say that I'm not going to study tantra unless I find a partner who's willing to learn tantra. It doesn't really matter if they're interested and learning Tantra because Tantra is a solo path. You know, people choose to be Tantricas or follow that path that's highly individual. I, and everybody grows at a different rate of speed. And I also say that some people are just blessed and naturally gifted with, you know, the, the, the arts of Tantra without ever reading a book or even knowing what the word means. And then I see so, people who have studied uh, Tantra and they, they're experts on the subject, and they couldn't uh, run energy to save their life. So could we say that um, people could study Tantra by themselves, and they could do some solo practices, you know, white Tantra stuff, until such time? Or I don't even want to say it like that. Like, could we say that um, it's, it's better with a partner? It's better with with the mirror reflection. It's better with a partner. A partner can take me places I I can't take myself. Oh, yeah. I I agree with you totally. And I also agree in stages of growth. Because uh, there's some solo work that has to be done in learning concept. Absolutely has to be. That's a solo journey. I mean, appreciation of ourselves, getting in touch with our own body, getting in touch with our energy, that is solo a solo journey. Nobody can guide us, nobody can pull us, uh, nobody can push us, but that is totally necessary. People have to, uh, tantricas have to feel the sexual energy within themselves before they can share that with another person. Now, the other person might give them a, you know, a, a, you know, a jump start and everything, but it all depends upon ourselves. And that's the difference that I call dumb sex between intelligent sex. Dumb sex is like, you know what, I don't want anybody, I don't want to do anything, I want somebody to do me. You know, intelligent sex is, no, I'm responsible for my own life force energy. Right. And as I run it, then I can share it with another person, and then we can start reflecting or vibrating out of each other. Dumb sex is like, I need somebody to help me release, and then it's done with, and I'm done. I, I don't even have responsibility for my sexuality. Dumb sex is like I'm giving all that responsibility to somebody else, and now they're in charge of it, and if they do good, then I get released, and if they do bad, then it's bad sex or whatever. And what happens is like, you know, I, I don't believe in that concept either, that I need somebody in order to be filled. Right, no, you don't. No one does. And that's no one sex. does. That is well, dumb sex. That, that's why you got, you know, that's why you got divorce rates so high is because people in their heart realizing that the other person can't do it for them. And yet well, you know, listen, you know, I think Tantra is the reason, is the exact, I think Tantra is the exact reason that I learned to be my own beloved. I mean, I, I didn't, look, I, when I started to, um, taking Tantra lessons, I didn't know that was going to be a, the outcome. I had no idea that I was going to feel this good about myself. I mean, 
what you're describing, you know, dumb sex versus ignorant, you know, versus intelligent sex, that we don't need anybody to fill us up. You don't need anyone to fill you up. I really didn't know that was going to happen. Did you? No. No. And but now, now that you're there, you can actually distinguish what dumb sex is. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the thing was, I was dumb about a lot of things. See, I was dumb about advertising. You know, I was dumb about consumerism. I was dumb about this. I was dumb about that. You know, I felt like I was so inundated by my environment, by the toxic environment, is that I followed. You know, religions I followed, you know, because it was like, I, I don't want to self-explore and, and ask questions. I just want to follow whatever they're saying. You right. Know? Well, let me, just, me, let me just stop for a second and let people know that they're listening to Tantra Cafe, a program okay. for spiritual enlightenment. I'm Laurie Handlers. My guest today is uh, my new friend here in Phoenix, Arizona, Eugene Alegria, and... Um, he goes by Gino, and uh, he's amazing in what he's studied and what he knows about Tantra. And if you want to know any more from him, if you'd like to be in touch with him, or if you'd like to um, know, have any questions or program suggestions for me, you should write to me at laurie at butterflyworkshops.com, and uh, I can get messages to him or get you in touch with him or any of my other guests uh, in, in the future. So, Gino, we're back to we're we're back to you, and you're talking about how you were dumb about this, and you were dumb about that, and you were dumb about this, and you know you're pretty much describing your typical American, really. Uh, yeah, I'm one hundred percent American. Served <laughs> in the U.S. military, worked for the government, corporate America, and everything, and I'm well indoctrinated in the American way of life, and my heart is, like, I serve my country, and I honor all all people that fit that capacity right. in there, and yet I feel that that expansion, expansion of the soul, the freedom that, that we declare, the freedom that we declare begins with the self, you know, our, our, our freedom to express Begins with the self? With the self. Okay, I, I just yeah, couldn't, I couldn't uh, quite hear what you said. Okay, like, you know, free thinking. This country was based on free thinkers. Right, it was, but we, now we're a bunch of not free thinkers. Right, but still, there's there's this thing, you know, it's in our, our genetics, there's, there's, there's this thing that there's this, this inspiration inside of us, every one of us that wants to be free. And what happened was, because I did not honor that, I became repressed. I became repressed because I could okay. not honor that freedom from within. I became repressed. And I re became repressed because I closed down my mind to what was possible. And I had to take a look at that. I had to take a look at that and start to expand. And for me, Tantra was freeing the body and the mind followed. Yes, that's so good. Say that again. What does it bring? Free the mind. No, free, free, free the, the body, body. Free and the, the body. mind follows. Yeah, that's really good. That's so I, good. Free I, the I body. Mean, I mean, I, I, I'm teaching this class. All these guys show up and everything, and they are scared to death. And the first thing I do is I want to 
went ahead and spun a a record, and all they have to do is wiggle their bodies and dance, like nobody's watching. And how difficult it was for them to just get that concept. And as soon as they started relaxing and moving the body, then they felt that ease. Yeah. Then their mind started to expand in the possibilities that they could have a good time. Right. And they so, can have a good time in your class. It's and, really, really great. It's great. It's, it's, uh, listen, you know, I've dedicated my life to it and you've dedicated your life to it and there's, you know, more and more people dedicating their life to it because they see how much the need is, how great the need is here, not only in the U.S., but all over, especially even in India where the whole thing started. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, there's no, people just can't even, they can't, people just are not free. And they're not, uh, and, and they know there's something more, but they don't know how to access it. And that's, that's our job, mm-hmm. you know, getting people to access their, their freedom. It's really great how you speak about it. It really, really is. Now, um, I'd also, also like to say that um, one of the fears that people have in, in learning Tantra is because of the expansive nature of it. The expansive, life-transforming nature of, of, of freeing their, their body and then freeing their mind. And uh, these topics are addressed. You know, as somebody starts to expand their capacity for pleasure and bliss, they also expand, you know, the not so, you know, the parts that they don't want to look at. Everything that's been repressed starts to come up. Right, of course, and that's where emotional release comes in, and all right, kinds, and all kinds and of freedom techniques. Listen, that, I need to let you know that we're just about we're coming really to the end of our show. Okay. And well. I want to know if 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 there a way that people can get in touch with you. If they want to get in touch with you, do you want to give out your email address? Uh, American Tantra at yahoo.com would be uh, my email address. Or okay, you can go ahead great. and contact Lori. Um, yeah, people can contact me at Butterfly Workshops, Lori at ButterflyWorkshops.com. Um, that would be the best way to get in touch with me, and I can always get them in touch with you. Um, in terms of Tanta takeout, is there one, uh, is there one, like in a one sentence, is there one practice that you would tell people, you know, just a quick place to start? Oh, yeah. This is a mantra that I use over and over and over again, especially when I'm uh, teaching Americans this uh, Love American style is, is number one, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> number two, be in your body. <laughs> and number three, welcome your fears and desires. That's so sweet, Gino. Thank you so very much. So, thank you all. I want to say namaste from Tantra Cafe. This is Laurie Handlers uh, signing off for this evening. Thank you for listening. Thank you, my sponsors, my producer, my director, everybody that's responsible for this show. Thank you so very much. And Gino, American School of Tantra, love American style. Gino Allegria, thank you so much for being my guest this evening.